What's tea, y'all? Welcome to episode 11 of the What's Tea podcast, your weekly podcast for introspection and inspiration. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance if there is like a lot of background noise in this podcast. I do live in the city and it is like abnormally loud outside right now. So forgive me. Um, I'm coming at y'all today with another late one. And, you know, as bad as I felt about not posting on Tuesday this week, I can't apologize for it because I have been going through. And I mean, like, going through. Um, So this week, we're going to talk about the cycle of depression and breaking that cycle. Um. I went back and forth about whether or not I was going to post this week and what if I did what I was going to talk about. Um, And really, I wanted to just come on here and be like, oh, my goodness, woe is me. This is my life. It sucks. Blah, blah, blah. But I mean, who wants to hear that? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I sure don't want to talk about it. So Um, so instead, we're going to talk about being depressed, which is where I am at the moment. and living in that and then getting out of that as well. Um, so nothing new is going on. You know what I'm saying? Being a millennial, trying to run my own business, finances, trying to live in D.C. by myself and kind of failing at it intermittently. Um, all of those things just randomly will hit me hard at different times to the point where like I'm like, I'm done. Like I'm giving up. Like if we're being 100% transparent, I was like, where are the pills? You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm all set. But then I was like, no, my mother would be devastated and I don't have time to make her sad. So I'm still here for now. No, I'm still here <laughs> joking. You know, that was a bad joke, but whatever. Um, so what I have noticed in my depressive state currently, um, is that Depression is literally a cycle. Like you have something bad happens, an interruption in your life, a disruption in the flow of how things were going or how you want things to go. And then you get sad. And then that sadness does that sadness makes you not have any inspiration or motivation to do anything. And so you're sitting around, you're laying around, you're like doing nothing. And then you are wallowing in that sadness and then you get depressed and then you get defeated and then wash, rinse, repeat. You know what I'm saying? And I think the most difficult part about being depressed, being in a depressive state is that it's like being in the sunken place, (laughs) like legit, but like without the racism portion added it's like you're in this hole and you can see the outside world but you can't get to it you know what I'm saying you can't climb out of this space you're just in this voided area this black hole of sadness and you can't get yourself out regardless of how hard you try Um, I was reading a devotion recently and it was basically saying how discouragement is the enemy's number one tool to get us on his side, essentially, um, to get us to stray from God and be exactly where he wants us to be. There are tons of sins that, you know, bring us closer to the devil each time we commit them. But discouragement is kind of like a sin 
to ourselves, if that makes any sense. It is, it essentially allows us or causes us to defeat our, ourselves, defeat our own minds and defeat our own, um, what drives us. Like we, we neglect all of the things that we know and all of the things that push us forward because we got discouraged by <clears throat> one thing or another. Um, and that's literally a tool of the enemy. Like it literally is what he plants in us to stray us away from our calling and stray us away from God. And when I noticed that I was in the cycle, the crazy thing of it was I wanted to stay there. <clears throat> like I wanted to just be like, all right, well, what was me? Such is life. Well, 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 I'm sad. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's why a lot of people just stay in their depression. Not saying that depression is an easy thing to get out of, but I know that there are a lot of people that get there and stay there on purpose. And part of it is because it feels good almost. Um, not that being sad is a good thing, but it feels comforting not doing anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would much rather sit here in my bed with the covers up to my chin and listen to sad music and cry my eyes out instead of get up and do some work that I don't feel like doing anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's not acceptable. It's not acceptable, especially when you know that you are created for a higher purpose. And even if you don't feel created for a higher purpose in that one moment, you know it, even if it's in the back of your head. So I decided to start the process of breaking my cycle. I can't say break my cycle because I'm still in it, but I decided to start the process. Now, that's difficult because when you're depressed, everything makes you sad. I burned my waffles today and I wanted to cry. And that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> like, I legit wanted to just break out in tears and be like, screw it. I'm going to bed. <laughs> but I didn't. I ate them burnt waffles <laughs> because I didn't feel like making any more. But the first thing I did when I decided to break my cycle of depression was decide that it was okay to be sad. Um, I think a lot of times we try to put on this happy face and, oh, everything's fine. You know, if I will it to be fine, then it will be fine. And in some cases that's true, but sometimes it's okay to let yourself be sad. It's not okay to wallow in it. It's not okay to stay there for days and weeks and months, but it's okay to acknowledge, okay, this thing sucks. I'm sad about it. Let me sit here for a second, gather myself. And then let's get up and move forward. So that was the first thing I did. I gave myself a day to just be sad, to just <laughs> sit and cry every now and then and talk to people about how I legit wanted to kill myself and just get those things out so that they're not cooped up inside of myself. You know, the second thing I did was clean my house. Um, I have been out of town for like, Ever. I feel like I haven't been back in my apartment. Like I've been here for like two weeks now, but before that I had spent like three nights in my apartment. So 
it was clean-ish. Like I had cleaned up before I went out of town, but it wasn't clean. And then me being here and being busy with work and then also being sad, dishes had piled up. My floor hadn't been vacuumed in forever. Like it was a mess. My apartment was a mess. And I would come home. I would figure out what I was going to eat. I would eat, put those dishes in the sink, sit down, watch TV, go to bed. And I wouldn't do anything else. So on my last day off, I cleaned my house. I cleaned my kitchen. I washed my dishes. I washed all my clothes. I vacuumed. I cleaned my bathroom. Like it was a breath of fresh air. And I'm a firm believer that when your space is clean, when you don't have clutter in your space, you won't have as much clutter in your mind. And you can breathe and you can think. So that was very important to me. Um, Another thing that I did was I have talked to y'all a million times about my post-it notes on my wall in my bedroom with just different Bible verses on there. And this is actually probably my first step now that I'm thinking about it because I was laying on my bed and I was crying and I just turned and started like reading some of those post-it notes. Um, and it was just kind of something to get me back to, to God, back to where I needed to be, something to ground me again. Um, I didn't really pray. I didn't really, you know, lift up my hands and go into worship. I just read them and let them sit in my spirit. And it really did help get me out of that space because literally I did that. And then I said, all right, girl, get up. And that's when I started cleaning my house. Um, and then the last thing I did in that specific day was I cooked this like grandiose meal. Like I made fried chicken for the first time. I made mac and cheese. I made sweet potatoes and I made some broccoli. And when I tell you it was good, okay. (laughs) And it was just like the therapeuticness of cooking. And then also getting fried chicken, which I had been wanting for a long time. And it being good and knowing that like I made it myself for the very first time. Shout out to Zoe because she literally like walked me through each and every step. Um, But that whole process, ending my night with a good meal that I cooked with my hands after cleaning my house and, and just being present in me made a world of difference. Um, I think a very important part about um, getting out of the cycle of depression is getting back in touch with who we are. Um, Because a lot of times we will silence the noise in our minds and the sadness in our heart with social media and TV and music and podcasts and things like that, just distractions, random distractions. And podcast is not one of my distractions. Podcasts are actually one of my self-care tips, but it might be a distraction of yours. But what I did was I didn't really turn on the TV. I didn't turn on the TV at all the beginning of that day. Um, I cleaned my house. I turned on my oldies playlist to like hype me up a little bit. I listened to my podcast. I barely got on um, social media. I didn't really talk to anybody the first half of that day. And I just kind of got back to who I was and did the things that I enjoyed. And it pretty much turned me around and made me realize like, yes, these things are going on in your life. Yes, this stuff sucks. But you at your core are still okay. 
everything is going to work out for your good, no matter what. Um, so breaking the cycle is a process. It's a process of baby steps and it's a process of just getting out of bed sometimes or washing the dishes before you go to bed, like to make sure, like just to put forth that extra amount of effort into keeping your space clean or maybe it's you know staying off of Instagram before you go to bed because you know you're going to see something that might trigger you or journaling before you go to bed or praying as soon as you wake up or it could be a plethora of things but it's it's a series of small steps to bring you out of the sunken place until you can like break the teacup and not go back in there anymore or at the very least until the next situation happens and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about you need to go watch Get Out and I don't know why you haven't if you listen to What's Tea you should have watched Get Out because I mean like this is my demographic you know what I'm saying anyways sidebar (sighs) that's all for this week y'all um I didn't say this last week but you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at What's Tea Pod. You can find me on Facebook. Just type in at What's Tea. Um, what's Tea mugs are coming eventually. <laughs> but I did drink tea out of my What's Tea mug um, last week and I felt real cool about it. I put it on Instagram and everything. Um, but yeah, until next time, y'all. Hopefully next Tuesday. That's the goal. But, you know, can't make no promises. Love yourself. Love God. Trust the process. Peace.